today we're going to be discussing the big C. Mm. And I'm pretty sure you guys are wondering, what, what is she talking about? I'm talking about confidence, sis. It took me a very, very, very long time to become confident in myself. And I will definitely say my issues with confidence has started way, way, way long time ago, like in my childhood. So today we're going to be talking about the big C, sis. I want to encourage you to grab your coffee and come on in. to the God Coffee and Resilience Podcast, where you can get your weekly dose of confidence, motivation, and inspiration in the midst of adversity. In every segment, we will discuss faith, life's obstacles that try to get in our way, and how we can maintain our resilience with God and a whole lot of coffee. I am Reese, your host. Grab a mug of your choice and come on in. Right, welcome to the God Coffee and Resilience Podcast. My name is Reese and I am your host. Thank you for joining me this week for this discussion, which is very near and dear to my heart. Well, well, well. Um, so <laughs> you guys, I'm serious. I know I'm joking around like a lot, but no, nah, like it took me a very long time to become comfortable in my own skin and love the reflection that I see in the mirror and be confident in my abilities and my capabilities to be out here in this here world and doing what needs to be done. And, um, I would definitely say it all started going all the way back to when I was a child. Now, if you've purchased my book, Unfold My Ashes, which is available on Amazon, shameless plug, um, it definitely goes over how my childhood was for me. And um, as you could imagine, anybody who went through that type of childhood um, would have a construed image of themselves um, and what, what they can do, what, what, type of life they deserve to have. I mean, it definitely shapes your perception and your beliefs in yourself. Um, and I will definitely say for a long time, I was in a very dark place as a child and I was unable to notice exactly that, that it was depression or anything like that. Because of course, mental health in the black community is not talked about often, which is another reason why I do psychiatry so that I can treat my people. But, um, Let's get into this. So since I was in elementary school, I have always had issues with self-esteem and I'm sure I'm not by myself here. I'm sure a lot of us have, right? And it started at home and then it progressed to school. I was bullied in school from the time I relocated to South Carolina, which was in the second grade, all the way to eighth grade. So I was called every name imaginable. We all know that kids are cruel. That's the saying. Um, The people I went to school with would have never thought by the way I presented myself then that I would be a practicing physician assistant in psychiatry, an author, a nonprofit founder, um, 
I, I, it's so many accolades. It's so many things that I have accomplished over the years, but I do not want to use this time to brag on myself because that's not what this podcast is for. But I do want to use myself as an example to talk to you guys this week in hopes that I, I encourage or inspire someone else. So the, the point is, it took me a long time to embrace who I was becoming And for me, I always saw myself as less than. I would always downplay my abilities. I never wanted to be seen or known for anything. I wanted to be under wraps so that no one would even know I exist because being known was just too much for me. And being seen was just too much for me. And I truly believe that people did not want to see me because of all the things that was told for me when I grew up. And when I was growing up and um, I believed them because I heard them so much, not only from the kids at school, but at home. And so um, I felt like if I couldn't be appreciated at home, then how could I be appreciated by the people at school? And I wasn't. So I truly believed that those things were true because I had nobody to tell me anything different. Later, I saw the way I was thinking was affecting my mood and my mood would consistently be depressed because I thought what other people were saying was true. I thought I was ugly, dumb, less than, incapable of making it to the top, all of those things. Um, Because of this, imposter syndrome is something I fight daily. For those of you who do not know what imposter syndrome is, it is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Even though you know good and well you're not a fraud, but I mean, that's the way you think. And that definition came from Brother Google. So the hardest thing to do is to change your way of thinking. So now that we have discussed the background for this discussion or this, this topic, let's talk about what I did to change the narrative. So one of the first things that I did to change the way I saw myself is I spent more time with myself. I spent more time in my own company. I listened, you know, listening to my body and what it was saying, what my spirit was saying. I paid attention more to my moods, how I felt around certain people, my thought patterns, my actions. I started noticing how everything made me feel and the things that did not make me feel good. I cut them off. That was the first thing I did. I cut them off. I stopped trying to put myself in this box and this perceived, you know, person, imaginary person made up in my head that I thought everybody wanted to see. And I started acting like how I wanted to. And I started showing up as me instead of whatever I thought people wanted to see. But I could only do that by spending more time by myself. Because in order to understand yourself, you have to know yourself and you can't know yourself unless you spend time with yourself. So that was the first thing that I did. The second thing that I did is I started going to counseling to help me get another perspective or another outlook on my life. I needed counsel to help me understand my patterns. Now, so often when you're the author, so to speak, because we're not the author, God is the author. But when you're the person living your life, you only have one perspective. And that's the perspective of what you've been through, and how you um, interpret it, right? 
But when you're talking to someone else who have a degree, who's, you know, educated, whatnot, they can listen to what you say and turn it around and probably get a whole nother perspective from what you said, different from what you thought or was thinking or what you have been thinking or whatever you've been telling yourself, right? So counseling definitely blessed my life, um, Had it not been for my counselor, I wouldn't have never picked up and saw some of the patterns that I have developed. And it wasn't even something that just came out of thin air. Everything that I was doing came from something I picked up or learned from in the home or my how I act, how I behave, how I speak. Um, Of course, if you pay attention to yourself, you can hear your parents or whoever raised you or your behaviors, everything goes back to childhood. And um, if it, like I said, if it had not been for her, I wouldn't have known that. So that was important. Going to counseling. Number three, I made sure to take time with all of my relationships. When, when you go through trauma or when you, you know, you go through things that have hurt you, that have scarred you, which I'm sure all of us have, you don't trust easily, right? You, you just don't trust people. And this includes romantic and friendships. So you'll see your issues roll over into every aspect of your life. Um, you'll see not only do you not trust your friends, but you don't trust your new boyfriend. You don't, you know, or if you do trust them, you only trust them in these areas and not these areas. Like you'll, you'll start to see it and pick up on it. Or hopefully you will um, start to see it and pick up on it. If you don't, I mean, I hope you. it goes back to number two. You'll consider counseling or something because we don't know everything. And sometimes it does take another person to point out our flaws to us and then help us fix it. They're just not there to beat up on us, but to point it out, to explain it, and then give us, you know, advice. That's what counselors do. They help us work through things, so... The third thing, like I said, is just take your time with all relationships, romantic and friendships. You need to put yourself first before you get involved in anything or commit to anything um, or add anything or any extra friendships or relationships on your plate. Because if you are not trusting people easily or finding reasons to not trust or, you know, people easily or have different perspectives or outlooks or, you know, ultimate, you know, just things, then maybe um, you're not ready for the extraness, the extra relationships and stuff. You need to take back control of your narrative. And that means spending time with you first and not rushing into any extra friendships or relationships. Um, Number four is making sure you start taking pride and celebrating how strong you are. I'm pretty sure all of us have overcome something in life. If you have never overcome anything in life, I need your number. Like I need to understand um, what did you do different in life that I didn't? Because I'm like, um, we've all been through some stuff, whatever your story may be. We've all been through something, whether it be childhood or adulthood, we have all been through something. So taking back, um, taking pride in how strong you are to go through what you've been through and still be the person you are today, that's, that's something to be proud of. Your breakthroughs, you did it. You're still here. Um, You need to give yourself credit for the goodness you have sown into the earth, Um, but 
and your accomplishments and your accolades, but also everything that you've overcome, you have to look back from time to time and actually say, wow, I did all that. Or, you know, wow, I'm really, really strong mentally or physically because I withstood X, Y, and Z. Like you have to give yourself credit. It's only right. Um, number five, make sure you never stop showing up, speaking up, and working on yourself. You need to make sure that you are consistently working towards a better you daily. Never let up. Never let up on a next, sis. Like, never. <laughs> Don't loosen up the grip. Never. Keep showing up as you, confident in all. And I promise you, if you do these five things and you follow these five tips, It'll help you. And I'm sure these are not the only five things in the world, right? Like we can, you know, Google, what can I do to improve my confidence? And I'm pretty sure a plethora of things and resources will pop up. But these are the top five things that I did personally that helped me. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about helping you to become a better you, overcoming obstacles and defining your life. That's why the first episode was called Defining Your Life. Because you don't want to wait until, I don't know, like you're 101 years old to start thinking about defining your life. Like you need to do it now so you have enough time to actually enjoy it before it's too late. Because as you can imagine, you being caught up in all this stuff and fighting your own thoughts and fighting these spirits and these demons and all the things and the tricks that Satan is putting out there to trip you up can take up a lot of your time and distract you from a lot of things that God has for you to do while you're here. Um, remember, all of us are here for a purpose, not a vacation. So we have to get back focused and you have to do that with confidence, which brings me to the scriptures that I have for you today. So the first scripture is Joshua 1 and 9. I love me some Joshua. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And that's a promise. That's a promise. So that was Joshua 1 and 9. The second one is Psalm 139 verses 13 through 14. For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And that was Psalms chapter 139, verse 13 through 14. And the last one is Isaiah. And I love Isaiah too. I love Psalms. I love, you know, I love all of them. But Isaiah <laughs> chapter 32, verse 17, the fruit of that righteousness will be peace. Its effect will be quietness and confidence forever. So, and, and that's a promise. Like you can take any of these scriptures to the bank and cash it out, sis. It's con like, that's just, that's it. It's a promise. Um, so these three scriptures are enough to remind you of who you are, your kingdom identity that we talked about in the last episode and if you spend some time with God and ask him to show you more scriptures on confidence, I bet you he'll do it. I promise you. I bet you he will. You can even Google them as well. I mean, download the Bible app. There's probably some 
plans on the Bible app because if you if you never had the Bible app before, you can go on there and you can actually do plans for a certain number of days on any topic that you can find in there. So I want to encourage you to do that, too. Um, there's no excuse. There's no excuse at all, guys. So like I said, go to the website. I think I told you this last episode. There will be um, up under contact. You can sign up for the newsletter where you can get the show notes. Um, the newsletter, freebies, all of that. So just making sure you, I have your email, I have your name, you can email me, we can talk like, so (laughs) making sure you connect with me is the most important thing. I am so happy. I get a chance to talk to you, um, at least twice a month. Right. And I'm really, really, really enjoying my journey in podcasting so far. And um, I'm really enjoying the content and spending time with God. I always want to encourage you guys to spend time with him. But in encouraging you to spend time with him, having to prepare these podcasts is pushing me to spend more time with him and learn more scripture. And I think that's one of the best things because I get to also lean on these scriptures too. Um, so it's helping me in my walk too, as I'm helping you guys in your walk. I'm not perfect. I'm not getting on this microphone like I am. I have a whole past and a half, sis. So you're not in this by yourself. Um, but I'm here to help you, sis, bro, whoever's listening out there. I'm I'm here to help you guys. So, but anyway, enough rambling. Let me pray us out. So Father God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You have showed up once again and you put words in my mouth and we had a good episode today. I really enjoyed talking to my brothers and sisters out there on the other end uh, or hearing the sound of my voice. God, I pray that I gave some tips or something that they will be able to use and apply to their life. Father God, I pray that you speak over them, God, you remind them who they are, God, and you help them to know that they are not alone in every situation. You have the ultimate plan. You know what they need to do. Only you can guide them to where they need to go, Father God. And I hope that they lean on you in every circumstance and don't forget who they are and whose they are in you and always carry around that kingdom mentality. God, I pray over this week, I pray that you cover each and every one of us to give us the strength that we need to get through it, because I know you will, Father. We love you. Amen. All right, guys, I will see you soon. Please connect with me on social media or via the website. I look forward to hearing from y'all. Take care. Bye-bye. for tuning in to this week's episode of God Coffee and Resilience. You can also follow us on Instagram at God Coffee and Resilience Podcast. You can also follow the host, Reese, at The Resilient PA. And you can also check out our website at TheResilientPA.com. Take care, guys.